Welcome to the long and short of the week ahead, a production of Horizon SLJ Capital that takes a look at the macroeconomic themes of the week ahead and has been recorded for professional investors. My name is Matt Jones, Head of Distribution for Horizon SLJ Capital, and I'm joined today by Neil Staines, Senior Portfolio Manager. Welcome back, Neil. It's great to have you here with us again. Thanks very much, Matt. It's great to be here. So this week, we continue a theme which has been running for uh, for a while now, obviously, focus on, on the central bank action. So as you look into the week ahead, what in particular are you going to be looking out for? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks very much, Matt. You know, this week, uh, we had important monetary policy meetings uh, from the Fed, uh, the Bank of England and the Bank of Japan uh, in the DM world, um, and even a shock 50 basis point hike uh, from the Swiss National Bank, as well as a number of uh, EM central banks in action. And all of this hot on the heels uh, of the hawkish pivot from the ECB uh, the week before. Uh, the ECB have returned to the headlines this week with uh, the acceleration of the readiness of a new tool uh, to maintain the transmission mechanism of monetary policy. Uh, the difficulty being that uh, monetary financing is not permissible under European law. Uh, so the structure of the mechanism to prevent intra-eurozone sovereign spreads widening is key. Uh, most importantly, against the current dynamic, it uh, highlights the direction of travel for European rates as fragmentation risks increase with a higher European rate curve structure. In the US, uh, as we discuss at length uh, in this week's blog, uh, the key aim of the policy meeting uh, was to regain control of the inflation narrative uh, and in doing so aim to head off fears uh, that tail risks related to a more pernicious inflation surge uh, as a function of an inadequate or too slow Fed reaction function. Uh, next week, uh, we get a large number of Fed, ECB and Bank of England speakers, and that's really going to be the focus, uh, likely seeking to refine or clarify the monetary policy message uh, with material consequences uh, for rates and for foreign exchange markets. Secondly, uh, as financial markets continue to weigh the implications uh, of inflation and global central bank reaction functions on growth or aggregate demand, uh, focus comes back to the UK this week. Uh, with uh, CPI and retail sales data, uh, updating expectations of inflation and aggregate demand in the UK economy. Uh, This week, the Bank of England hiked rates by 25 basis points to 1.25% and reaffirmed its hawkish bias or hawkish credentials and the primacy of its inflation mandate uh, by stating clearly uh, it will act forcefully on inflation if necessary and through uh, the messaging of three MPC members Uh, who voted for a 50 basis point hike uh, dissenting against the governor. Uh, That's Haskell uh, Mann and the uh, soon-to-be-replaced Michael Saunders. Next week's retail sales data may help the MPC determine how far uh, the real income squeeze is weighing on household spending. Uh, A key question, uh, but only part of the process, as inflation is expected under Bank of England modelling, Uh, to peak at a wallet-clenching 11% in October. Uh, The Bank of England have stated that they are particularly alert to signs of more persistent inflation, uh, exacerbating market focus uh, on the next week's data, and indeed keeping yields firm and financial conditions tight in the UK. Uh, A difficult path between inflation and recession for the MPC to navigate. Then lastly, following on from successive hawkish pivots uh, in developed markets uh, in all but the Bank of Japan, who are sticking Uh, to their maximal stimulus policy, at least for now, uh, sentiment will be key, uh, specifically uh, in relation to future growth. Now, central banks are, by their actions, likely reducing the risk of long-term or disorderly uh, demand-driven inflation, but the further tightening of near-term financial conditions will weigh further 
uh, on uh, consumers and business sentiment uh, as inflation bites. Now, next week, we also get global PMI data, uh, which will give an update to services and manufacturing uh, activity trajectories. Composite measures uh, are key as goods and services activity continues to be distorted by supply chains and by demand rebalancing post-COVID uh, back towards services and from goods. So another fascinating uh, week, uh, fascinatingly complex week, you could argue, uh, ahead for markets. Now, and central banks remain the dominant focus. Uh, it's worth bearing in mind a statement from Fed Powell this week uh, when he said events and uncertainties of the past few months have increased the difficulties and have raised the probability that a soft landing will depend on factors we do not control. Thank you, Neil. Certainly a lot to be keeping an eye on in the week ahead from central banks. In the meantime, as we bask in the uh, the hottest day of the year so far in England, uh, we're heading into the weekend. So what are you going to keep your eye on? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Matt. It's an equally uh, complicated backdrop for the weekend, uh, whether to go outside and enjoy the sunshine or to stay in and enjoy some of the incredible sporting activity we've got this weekend. Uh, Cricket, uh, England take on the Netherlands in the start of a one-day series ahead of the final test uh, against New Zealand on Thursday after what was an incredible finish to the second test uh, where England really did find uh, their batting form that has been so much lacking over uh, recent tests. Uh, in Formula One, they moved to Canada. Uh, bouncing is the buzzword to look out for, uh, as the, the new cars apparently are experiencing bounce as they travel at high speeds on the straights. Doesn't sound too wonderful. It certainly gave Hamilton a backache in Baku uh, last week, uh, and uh, I should imagine a headache uh, for the previous for the rest of the season. Uh, amid the volatility uh, of a challenger to the dominance of the PGA Tour. We also get this weekend the final rounds of the U.S. Open, something I'm certainly looking forward to. Uh, it's from Brookline in Massachusetts, the venue of the 1999 infamous Ryder Cup. Uh, very tough course, only likely to get tougher over the weekend. Uh, a great challenge and seems to be great viewing, I would imagine. Absolutely. Once again, something for everybody. Well, thank you, Neil, for joining us and for sharing your thoughts on the week ahead. We look forward to catching up with you again next week. Thanks very much, man. It's been a pleasure. Information, data and views were accurate as at the time of recording. The views expressed by presenters are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Horizon SLJ Capital, Horizon Capital or the Intesa San Paolo Group. The information and opinions contained in this recording are for information purposes only and do not purport to be full or complete. The recording is directed at professional investors only and is not intended for and should not be relied upon by other investors. Information in this recording does not constitute an offer to buy, sell, or the solicitation of any offer to buy or sell securities and or any derivatives.